Good evening. Welcome to another exciting episode of the All In Podcast on the All In Network. It's the real, the real, the jump off. I'm your host, Walt the Damager. And I'm Rob Cooper, the Jetta. Hit me up at, at Rob Cooper Jr. on Instagram. What's going on, family? Hey, what's going on, bro? Uh, a lot of uh, information uh, dropped this uh, episode, man, with the passing of uh, Chief Justice um, Ruth Bader Gin- is Ginsburg. Ginsburg, yeah. right? Yeah, Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg. You know, um, yeah, and it's been a lot of a lot of energy uh, regarding this, and you know, I think first of all, um, you know, rest in peace to uh, Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg. Uh, she was, for those who, who don't know by now, she was an American uh, jurist who served as an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States from 1993 until her death in 2020, uh, which was yesterday. Uh, she, was, she was nominated by President Bill Clinton and was generally viewed as belonging to the liberal wing of the court. Ginsburg was the second woman to serve on the United States Supreme Court after Sandra Day O'Connor, who was um, appointed by Ronald Reagan in the 80s. Now, following O'Connor's retirement in 2006, and until uh, Sonia Sotomayor uh, joined the court in 2009, uh, Sotomayor, as those remember, was appointed by President Barack Obama. Uh, She was the only female justice on the Supreme Court and during that time, uh, Ginsburg became more forceful uh, with her dissents, uh, which uh, were very noted uh, by uh, legal observer. And of course, uh, around this time, she became a pop culture icon. Uh, Ginsburg was born and grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, she then earned her bachelor's degree at Cornell University. Um, then became a wife uh, to Martin D. Ginsburg. Who, uh, whose death preceded hers. And also she was a mother before starting law school at Harvard University. And then she transferred to uh, Columbia Law School uh, where she graduated tied for first in her class. And Ginsburg spent a considerable part of her legal career as an advocate uh, for gender equality and women's rights, um, winning multiple arguments before the Supreme Court. Uh, she advocated uh, as a volunteer attorney for uh, the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, which I'm a proud member of, and also was a member of its board of directors and one of his general legal counsels in the 1970s. Now, Ginsburg received attention in American pop culture, as I mentioned, uh, for her fiery liberal dissent and refusal to step down, even being pressured by some of the, the right-wing uh, conservatives. Um, leading to her being dubbed the notorious RBG, a play on uh, the name of rapper, the late notorious B.I.G. Ginsburg died in her home in Washington, D.C. yesterday, September the 18th, 2020, or 2020. Um, and really she's just um, an icon, uh, you know, in, in, in you know, just rest in peace to this, you know, 87-year-old woman who who fought the, the good fight uh, for uh, the American uh, justice uh, system. So now, uh, Walt, really understanding who Ruth Bader Ginsburg was, 
where do we go from here? Uh, we already have, have seen uh, some of the Republican uh, leadership have um, chimed in, most notably uh, President Trump. Um, is obviously, unfortunately, you know, doing it. Def is excited to uh, have the opportunity to appoint yet his third uh, seat to the uh, Supreme Court Justice, and of course his right hand man, um, Mitch McConnell, who is the uh, Senate Majority Leader, um, is all too anxious to um, assist the the president. Uh, with uh, making this happen as quickly as possible, even though we are uh, roughly about 45 days away from the election. So where do, where do we stand here? Uh, let's, let's take it back uh, to where Obama was at this point in time in contrast to where we are right now. So we know the Republicans held that vote for Obama. Um, and Merrick Garland's uh, situation. So now we're facing that same conundrum coming up now. <clears throat> so as we see it, I don't believe that he should be awarded the opportunity to have another justice placed in. I mean, during the exiting of his presidency going into a new election year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I guess so, when we go, we go back uh, to it, yeah, and, and going back to it, and I, I think I just want to kind of bring out your, your thought process. Could that be because of the reasoning that was given by uh, Mitch McConnell, who at that time was also in, in the same position as the Senate Majority Leader, where he pretty much essentially said that rather than, um, you know, nominate Obama's candidate, he said, I, I think in, in almost quotes, um, I don't have the exact quote, but pretty much what he basically said was he wanted to let the American people decide. And at that time, we were like in, I believe in February of the um, the, the uh, 2016 uh, presidential election period. So we were, you know, months away, um, almost 10 months away from a, a new president being decided. Here, it's a little different. We're about 45 days from a, from America deciding uh, the, the new president. Yeah, like it's, it's real scary right now um, because the way the Senate is being ran, it's as if they're, you know, self-sabotaging. And even though Trump has a lot of things going on uh, that's tied up into the courts, he wants to stack the deck. So anything that is definitely favorable towards him, he wants to be in that best position. And that's why I feel as though there may be a hold up at this juncture. I, I truly believe that there are still some uh, people in the Senate that have their morals and values still intact. There's still some senators that hold the Constitution intact and, and don't want to see uh, America going to a great upheaval, which will be for the, you know, disappropriation of people and everything like that. But I do think that they're going to hold off on it. I don't think that they're going to move forward with it, even though Mitch McConnell had gave that uh, statement a couple nights ago, or it just happened yesterday. So just the other night, that you know, they're quickly to fulfill that spot. You know, and and, and before this incident and, and event happened, um, you know, we we're already seeing um, a president who who who's pretty much in the middle of a, a, a pandemic. 
and who was pretty much unpopular and and uh, was pretty much behind in the polls prior to the pandemic and and now um you know according to 538 uh 538.com uh, Nate Silver site which um if you're a a numbers geek like like myself and enjoy um following the polls I highly recommend uh 538 I've been following that site for about 12 years um in my opinion one of the most accurate um pollsters uh, or polling sites that are out there um of course they've they've received quite a bit of flack even from the president himself as uh, pretty much getting it wrong quote unquote um on uh in 2016 um because uh they had uh, projected that hillary clinton would be the winner and obviously we know um that was not the case uh, donald trump was the winner uh, via the electoral uh college uh, but if you look at the sheer numbers I, I would actually dispute that and say that even even in 2016 um, that um, Nate Silver's uh, organization was the, the numbers were accurate and I don't believe that Hillary Clinton had a electoral issue she had a turnout issue but that's another discussion another topic and i love to go into the numbers and debate anybody on that so um i believe uh, even still uh, that that you know nate silver's um his website is is gives you a really good accurate snapshot of where um the the temperature of the of the country is and right now uh yeah, the they're, they're, going, they're definitely going by the merits and the analytics of it so exactly exactly and right now the um the, the right now the um, the American public has uh, is giving um, Donald Trump a 22 percent chance um, to win and Joe Biden roughly around 77 to 78 uh, percent uh, and and those numbers have increasingly over the last five days have been moving uh, further and further uh, into the uh, to to Joe Biden's uh, favor uh, you know uh, Donald Trump did have a slight bump um, which all presidents have. It was a, a convention bump, which they all have outside of their, uh, all the candidates get that outside of their convention. And it's interesting because the media tried to lie and say that it was uh, based off of civil unrest is the reason why, but um, history and data did not back that narrative up. And, and of course, you know, now we're about three weeks away from all the civil arrests. Uh, with that behind us, uh, we see that, um, you know, Donald Trump, continues to slip in the polls and and continue to um fall behind in states that uh not only states that he he edged out um against hillary clinton uh who in my opinion was a much weaker candidate than the candidate that donald trump is facing uh today in, in joe biden uh, but also he's now edging back in in traditional republican states uh, I, I believe he's he's um, behind like five to six points in arizona which has been traditionally a Republican red state uh, for years. Um, as folks don't know too much about um, Arizona, uh, has obviously has a huge Latino population, but it's, it's been particularly a conservative state. But it's, it's it's been a conservative state, but not necessarily one that has been more to uh, I guess the radical. Um, right-wing approach that that um, Donald Trump has taken this country in. Um, you know, the senators coming out of that, well, obviously, both folks will remember, uh, you know, Jeff Flake, is it Jeff Flake? Excuse me, Jeff Flake, and um, the late uh, John McCain, who were, um, you know, both 
um, opposed to uh, Donald Trump's um, policies in, in many cases and, and, and both have you know been seen to publicly spar with Trump. Uh, right now that is starting to play in against um, Trump right now um, as uh, you know former uh, Senator Flake has been actively campaigning against Donald Trump. In fact I believe he's come out and endorsed Biden and we can see uh, you know we can see that his actions are starting to show in the polls. And I, and I forget that there was another piece too um, that could be playing in a role in that too. Um, and you may you may know the the, the gentleman's name, Trump uh, uh, pardon, I believe a former racist uh, sheriff. Uh, I believe I think it's there's some blowback from that. It was it Acosto or, or Acasio or whatever. Do you remember that? The the no, no, Acasio. Uh, there, there was uh, a sheriff. There was a sheriff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was a sheriff in, in um, you know, sheriff in Arizona, and and I believe that's playing a role too. That he's getting a lot of blowback uh, from part in that um, the anti um, uh, Latino um, uh, sheriff. So, lot you know, there's a lot of things at stake right here, um, and I could just say, you know, with the passing of uh, Justice Ginsburg, of uh, a lot of I think people. His name was Arpaio. Apio, Apio, that's right. Joe, Joe, Apio. Joe, Joe Apio. Apio, that is right. Joe Apio. Uh, you know, there, there's there's been a lot of energy on, um, as, as many of you have, have seen on your on the social media um, timelines. Um, what I want to say to, you know, those who follow me and those who are my Facebook friends, you know, I, I just kind of would would like to kind of ease some of your fears, and I'm gonna do this a number of ways. I, I, yes, you have a right to. Uh, be concerned um, but it, ultimately we, we we still live in a democracy even though uh, pieces of democracy are being chipped away and, and taken away from us every day uh, and, and particularly at a rapid pace now um, as we see that Donald Trump is probably going to lose the election um, or you know so there's ways to try to keep him in power things like that that are that, that we're seeing that's happening but at the end of the day, this country was built and founded on uh, the Constitution of the United States, and it was founded on um, the principles of democracy. And, and, and the number one tenet of democracy is that it's for the people and by the people, not for the president and by the president, not for the president and by the uh, the, the president's crony, you know, cronies, not mm-hmm. for the Senate and by the Senate not for the justice and for the justice no the constitution clearly states that it's we're, we're a country for, for the uh, you know for the people and, uh, and by the people and i think that you know i think instead of us whining and crying obviously you should be upset and, and mourn uh the death of um ruth uh, bader ginsburg as you would any loved one or any person that you uh you know you 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 hate to see them leave leave us on this side uh but the reality is, you know, Ruth Ginsburg put her over 50 something years in the justice fighting for justice uh, for us to, and fighting for democracy. So what she did leave in place today was a democracy. And we still have that in place. And it's up to you um, as, as the people and me to continue to fight like hell to keep that um, democracy. Remember, Donald Trump Although he thinks he's a dictator, although he thinks he's an autocrat, and although he wants to be an autocrat, he is not. Uh, the Constitution 
disagrees with him on that. And I just think that we, we so understanding that, you know, I, I, and I, I mentioned this to you before, you know, I, I definitely want, you know, some, some Supreme Court justice with different ideologies to balance things out. But to be quite honest with you, Donald Trump can appoint the next nine. He can appoint nine Ku Klux Klan men to that uh, to that Supreme Court, and it, 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 I wouldn't blink an eye at it because I know at the end of the day, um, as a United States taxpaying citizen, that I'm the one that wields the power. And I know that if I link up with you and unify with you, Walt, that makes two of us. And if we find two, that makes three of us. So our unity is more powerful than a nuclear bomb, as one wise man once said. We don't need to we don't need to go in the streets with weapons or anything like that. Just showing that force. And so, um, you know, I I I I can't I can you know strongly suggest folks you know instead of sitting down and whining on Twitter or whining on Facebook, um, you know, thinking about what the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg could could mean for our democracy I will say to you is you know put your phone down uh, put your, your smartphone down and pick your telephone up and call your senator if you live in Pennsylvania call Pat Toomey you know whether he listens to you or not uh, Walt, you and I actually called him together as part of the all, in, all in politics <laughs> team you know, uh, you know I was about when, to when, say it may not work you know, the, if you want to do it go ahead and do it <laughs> exactly we, we went you know as an all in team we called Pat Toomey he said hey this is you know uh, Walt the Damager and at Rob Cooper Jr. We're from the All In Politics, and and we uh, we hope that you would vote, you know, for the impeachment of, of of President Donald Trump. Of course, he voted, you know, he he uh, voted to stop the the impeachment and to acquit uh, Donald Trump. But we did our job as, as citizens, and I could go to as sleep at night. Exactly. Well, it also uh, needs to be noted that I think that we need to start looking at energy and I'm not talking about uh, the energy that you put into your house I'm not talking about the energy that you know for lack of better words um, I don't know but energy people energy this situation this moment may be a pivotal move whereas though Trump was always against uh Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Republicans were always against it. And for understanding the political process, when one says to you that there's a conservative judge or a liberal judge, it's just the Constitution. I don't think the Constitution sets the precedence on whether the opinions or the sense that's given rules in favor of one and not rule in favor of the other. It is more so to establish the precedent so you can move forward and judge on things that are unconstitutional versus constitutional. So right now it's a polarization because you have a lady that stood for morals and values and she was how they call her, a maverick, like she was actually uh, a pioneer in her in her terms. So to to your point, as you said, as far as having these other figures coming in there, whether they were in there or not, I think one has to understand the values and the play that these judges are being placed in their positions of power to do for the people. And like you said, if it doesn't go toward the people, then the people can remove them. That's right. So, so that's, that. like you said, we definitely have to galvanize that power 
And as a people, we need to have more debates. We need to have more uh, table talk discussions. We need to have more podcasts. We need to have more social media uh, pressing out of the pressing issues of the Americans. Because if not, you're going to have somebody dictate it to you for the rest of your life. That's right. You know, so right now, like we had our last podcast, is democracy versus fascism. How you want it? Do you want to have the voice of the people, or do you want to have your voice taken to somebody give you a voice? And you know, that's a great point. And 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 really, I'm 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 have particularly in the last month, I've um, stopped going back and forth with Trump supporters. And actually, I'm I'm really kind of focusing my attention on. Uh, folks a, a constituency who i believe actually are more dangerous than trump supporters and those are as we we we, we coined the name and phrase for them on uh, social media as our hope hustlers and i think i mentioned to you before uh, and those who don't know what we refer to hope hustlers these are uh your 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 woke people uh generally uh, african-american most most likely african-american folks who are uh well um, entrenched in um, African American history, um, black thought, uh, understanding of, of the have a very good understanding of the, the black culture, which which I really commend and, and I'm certainly uh, for that, um, and and I highly recommend uh, that that you know African Americans continue to reach back and, and study our history. Of, of our ancestors and understand the struggles that we've been through, but not just the struggles that they went through in slavery, but go even well beyond the 400 years, you know, of us uh, here in uh, North America and our trials and tribulations. But even back when we were kings and queens, um, you know, in our in our native land. So I, I encourage everyone. So I definitely don't want to discourage that. But what I think when you how how they always say you know kind of uh, study history or understand history or you're doomed to repeat it uh so in the present time though i think you still have to spend some time um understanding and doing the work on, on current events as well so just as much as you're spending time you know researching history which you you definitely have to do i also believe that um you know but if you're not spending any time of a, getting a grasp of what's going on in current events i think you're doing yourself a, a true disservice in fact in, in fact i believe that if you if you don't mix the hotep history uh that you you're constantly reading and and regurgitating um if you're not uh um equipped to be able to apply that to today's um today's visions and in, 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 in today's programs then I think you're you're I'm just gonna say quite frankly you're wasting your time indeed now the other thing um, that I would like to piggyback off you uh, about would be information gathering uh, data data synopsis again the metrics and analytics of information in order for organizations to get a better understanding of the culture, language, uh, education, um, politics, policies, or whatever else to gather a more foundated agenda to move forward. All pe people are going to have to gather their information, come together, compile more substantial findings to move forward. You can't have one group saying our information is better than yours. Your information is trash. This person is this, this person is that. You're not going to be able to move as a, right. as a unit right. if you're not moving collectively. 
That's right. When you see the ant, when you see ants move, ants move collectively. It's the big ant, small ant, fat ant, skinny ant, strong ant, weak ant. They all move as a collective for one common goal, and that's of that hive. It's of that clan. So for African Americans, we have the Hotep um, hustlers, as you may call them. We have the ancient descendants of African Americans. <coughs> Excuse me. And you have these other fractions. The whole gamut, or the whole synergistic ideology is to get these groups to fasten together, come up with a more appropriate uh, plan to move forward as a collective. Not say that <clears throat> your way is the best way or the highway. You get with your brother, you get with that team, you get with them individuals. Y'all brainstorm, y'all come up with new ways and innovative means to get information and, and things out to people, how you can help as a collective. Because as I see now, you're not going to be able to move forward if you're not cohesive. Unity is the true power. And we learned that from, uh, right. I can uh, even refer back to your fraternity, uh, mm -hmm. Kappa Alpha Psi. That's probably one of your tenets. Mm -hmm. Me being of the Prince Hall uh, Masonic um, organization, that, that's one of our um, leading tenants as well. And I mean, it's faith, hope, charity, and unity. That's right. Like, that's brotherhood right. is the thing that they fear. Unity. That, you know, that's that's so funny. That, man, yes. You know, and that's interesting. And, and I want to say this to, you know, uh, the Hotep Hustlers. And we want to spend some time on it because I, I really think that it's a discussion that needs to happen in our community. But a lot of, uh, to your point, you know, if you speak to a Hotep Hustler, right? And I'll give you an example. And I'm not I'm not making light of anything because I consider myself a Hotep Hustler at times. Uh, so I'm one of you. Uh, but one of the things, even as a as a Hotep hustler, first thing you know, all the Hotep hustlers do promote is say, "Hey, we need unity. We need unity. You know, right? You know, let's unite." Okay. But it's funny because when you see folks uniting, and I'll just use African Americans uh, just for this example, right? So you see, there's 45 million African Americans, okay, and they're all heading in one direction. Uh, they're all following this way and let's just let's just use the electoral process right now so you say okay well the majority you know it's 90 percent okay or 93 percent of the african americans are as a as a voting block are going to vote for joe biden right that's just the way our people are moving right and this is accurate facts okay however you're part of a 1%, but we probably need 94%. Okay, let's just use this example to make this move. But because you don't like Joe Biden, and you don't, and by the way, you don't like the other candidate either, you're going to sit this one out. Right? Uh, so, so it's 94 people, you know what I mean? You know, there's 94 people that's voting. We need 95 to get us over the hump, you know, to, to get Joe Biden over the hump of Donald Trump. And you're going to say, well, you know what? I'm going to hold back. I'm choosing not to unite with the 94% who's going to vote for of my people because I just I don't agree wholeheartedly with the agenda of of that that particular candidate. So I'm going to hold back, and then I'm going to stop the progress of my group. 
I'm going to act as an individual. Well, I'm saying, and I look at them, and, and I'm just saying, you hotep hustlers, do you understand how much, how big of a hypocrite you look and you sound when we break down the numbers? So I'm not telling you how to vote, but if you, you can't, I'm just saying this to you though. And once Trump wins, like he did in 2016, you know, Don't complain. Because, because we couldn't utilize your, you know, your vote to vote in a unified effort. Okay. Don't, don't come back to, don't come back to me and say, Hey, black people, we need to unify. Well, to me, black folks are unified. They just didn't agree with the, 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 the direction that you wanted to go. So you chose to take your ball and go home. And you didn't want to unify. I'm going to give another example. When Trump started running in 2015, I believe he was running against 20 other Republicans. Mm-hmm. In fact, Fox News was against uh, Donald Trump. There was a movement out there called Never Trumpers. Okay, But when it became quite clear and obvious that Donald Trump was going to win the Republican nominee. You know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Never Trumpin' movement went away. And they all uh, uh, created a coalition behind Donald Trump and unified and defeated Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Who was part of an ununified party. So the, um, I think the moral of the story as we wrap these things up is unity. Okay, and it goes, you know, so we can either choose unity or we can throw it all away. Uh, unity is what? I said we can either unity use is power. unity is power, and we can we can either use no, no, I'm, I'm just power, saying, right? Unity throw, is power, or we can throw it away. It's our choice right now, and that's the beautiful thing about this. So yes, rest in peace, um, Justice Ginsburg. Thank you for your service to um, our democracy. Thank you for what you fought for. And thank you for planting that seed in my head. And I can't speak for anyone else, um, the other 300 million uh, American citizens, but thank you for planting that seed in me. And I'm going to continue to unify with like-minded folks who value um, democracy and keep moving in that direction. Of course, we're going to all, we're not always going to agree with each other, but we will unify to, to, you know, come to a common accord. So that's, that's my promise that I'm making to you, you Walt, and to the All in Politics um, audience. Especially, exactly. And especially just being a damn humanitarian, man. I mean, <clears throat> from just helping your common neighbor, or, you know, just helping body in need, man. I mean, it's just uh, the humanistic qualities in people. And I think that ever since this guy got in office, I mean, that that component has been lost. Compassion, empathy, um, and like I said, with the faith, hope, and charity, man, and, and racism. All those tenets that, that he embraced is just like everything else went out the window. So whatever age demographic you're in, it took you up to your age uh, ceiling to bring out which was already in you if you were not of uh, a regular standard human being. So I mean, just take that, just take that in the next year and, and, and move from that. I mean, because hey, all we have is us. And in 2020, November 3rd, we'll tell you where you stand and who you're with. 
So with that, <clears throat> Rob, you want to give out your salutations and how these Absolutely. fine people can get at you and how they can get at us with any questions? Absolutely. Yes. Another a great, impactful show. Again, those of you who are watching us on YouTube, um, you know, make sure that you obviously like this program, but most importantly, so that you can get those updates and notifications when we come back on. What should they do, Walt? Man, look, go to that page, grab that device, whether you're using a computer, handheld device, or whatever else. You go to that page, you jump up and down, do a 360 slam, and you smash that subscribe button. That's right. Smash that subscribe button and also a subscribe button. And also, if you have a show ideal, guest ideal, or you or you are interested in, in coming on, um, particularly those who have more conservative views, I'd love to have you on, and we will love to have the opportunity to, um, you know, discuss politics. This is all Engage. in politics, and and so, so make sure you hit me up on the gram uh, at Rob Cooper Jr. on Instagram, not Twitter. Now, Rob, we also want to let them know that we will be um, upgrading in a couple weeks. So we're still going to have the same platform and the same agenda and, you know, speaking points, but it'll be from a different uh, media platform. That's right. So more to come on that in the next few weeks. In fact, we're going to bring on Elijah Cooper from the All In Network, the founder, one of the founders of All In Network, uh, to uh, discuss the new platform and, and, and overall just join us as a guest. But we got some exciting things that are coming up here on on the um, all in network and and we 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 generally are grateful to you um the listeners and viewers who uh watch us faithfully every every week uh we get as we continue to grow we have to continue to meet your demands uh for good quality uh broadcasting um through through our podcast so again uh stay tuned um again stay subscribed stay up stay woke uh but not not so woke that you're not going to so just remember to vote um, and I just another um, reminder uh, if you live in Pennsylvania I believe the absentee ballots will go out tomorrow uh, so look in your mail uh, for absentee ballots um, if you live nationwide also I believe uh, most of the, the, the country is acting on the same or similar timelines but the key point to is make a plan plan to vote do not wait until November the 2nd um to uh plan how you vote don't care how you vote i don't care how i mean who you vote for but i am concerned on how you vote uh, so make sure uh you have a clear understanding of how you want to exercise uh your uh, democratic rights here uh in the united states again the power is and will always remain in the people and remember that so don't be discouraged don't be despaired stand on your faith stand on your beliefs again as and as i mentioned earlier they can have nine Ku Klux Klansmen sitting on that on that bench okay i uh, remember thoroughgood marshall one cases where that where that actually was the case where he had nine Ku Klux Klansmen sitting on that supreme court and he won so have that faith you know, and continue to vote and continue to vote out mediocre, incompetent politicians who don't serve your will. And we'll be all right. And that's all that I have for the day, man. Let's let's uh, close things up and we'll, we'll be back next week with another great 
All In Politics podcast. So, Walt, take us home. And there you have it, good brother. Once again, another exciting episode of the All In podcast and All In Network with your host. I'm Walt the Damager. And I'm at Rob Cooper on Instagram, not Twitter. There you go. So keep that hope alive and the vote to thrive. November 3rd, we want to see you there. Don't meet me there. Beat me there. At the polls. That's right. Until we see and we resume next time. Peace. Peace.